Man. That didn't even feel like work, dude. I feel fucking awful. <laughs> I know. It's a real movie. How... Is that is that legal? Can we watch? Can we, why are we allowed to watch real movies? We've have we done it before? Has there been another movie that's been real? Like Shaggy Da was good. I mean, but Cop not, Dog. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. So, welcome to Rough Cuts. Uh, we are a movie about... A movie. A movie podcast about movies. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for... Oh, God damn. I can't rescue myself out of anything, man. I'm just spoonerisms <laughs> everywhere. Bob Marley has a Christmas ghost! Uh, so... <laughs> the real takeaway from this film is... Be excellent to yourself. <laughs> be excellent to each other. God damn. Welcome to the Be excellent everyone. to dogs. Uh, I am Boykes. This is Ilion. We are your hosts of Rough Cuts, where we will be watching particularly a bad or B movie starring dogs and then rating the dogs. Because who cares about the movies? Uh, what did we watch today? Yeah, fuck the, fuck movie. the movies. What did, we, what did we watch today? We watched it a movie a today. We watched. Boykes, we watched a movie today. Normally we watch. I... We watch, okay, no, no, no. Sorry, normally we watch a movie. Today we watched a film. We watched... A like, film? Like, a project that someone put effort and time into and thought about? And that people and then acted in? And they had special actually, effects? Yeah. People cared. People fucking cared, Cam. And it shows. And it worked. This movie's good. I, we're not allowed to talk about... I'm not allowed to editorialize about the movie. But okay, we know this movie. This movie is good because hold up. But I, I can I can save this. Well, I can save this for what? our podcast. I can save this for our podcast by tying it in because yes. this movie is good for a specific reason, and that is a dog reason. And that dog reason is it has fake dog paw. 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 Every good dog movie has fake dog paw. Some bad ones do too, but this one has a good fake dog paw, and it wins because of that. It's it's good. So, so the film, <laughs> the film. that we watched is called Man's Best Friend, mm-hmm. uh, which starts off with medieval horror paintings of dogs biting things. Well, okay, it starts out with like nice like eighteen hundreds paintings of like hunting dogs like sitting at their master's feet and getting pets and all those kind of things and then it goes to medieval Hieronymus Bosch like Satanism dogs like eating and killing unicorns and shit (laughs) weird weird shit it's a really good representation of the tonal shift that we will be expecting in the film as it progresses I'm not even joking. No, you are. <laughs> That's the best part. I didn't think about it that like, way, but yeah, like, no, it absolutely. Like here's, here's a cute dog oh. sitting next to its owner, painted in 1800s, and the owner's petting it, and the dog looks loyal and friendly, and then immediately jump cut to red, vicious fangs dog biting into a human and like ripping out their arms and stuff. Like, oh it, shit! It even has like this. This kind of flat, like, TV sitcom-style lighting on a lot of scenes early yeah. on. It, like, it feels... 
it feels like an episode of Full House for some of it. And then just like... Ooh, Full House or, or like the opening of a BBC like uh, sitcom-ish yeah, yep. type of show. Yeah, yeah. like it, it just feels very sitcom-y in a way. Like, and, and like you were saying, it feels... I mean, we'll get into it, but it, the beginning of this movie has a lot of scenes where it's like, oh, hey, look. It's Beethoven. Oh, look, Beethoven's gonna get up to trouble. Oh, no, bad Beethoven. And the trouble is always murder. <laughs> oh, oh, you. Oh, that dog's gonna do something zany. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like if Dennis the Menace fucking pulled out a gun. <laughs> fucking great. This movie's rules. I love, I love this movie. So, after all the zany antics, uh, at the heart of this film, we do have a dog movie. We do. Um, it opens up. So, the beginning of this movie, I knew that we were in for something pretty great when there is a lot of setup of this, like, lady scientist kind of thing going around and um, getting all the animal stuff together. And she pulls out a tape recorder kind of thing. <clears throat> yes. And she plays a thing back that's just spanish so it's like speaking back to her and it's going like como estas and she's oh como estas senor so she's kind of trying to teach herself spanish and uh so do like an english and then it would do a spanish and she'd like kind of repeat it back and she's kind of doing that as she does her rounds and she goes and she sees an empty cage and it's got like this weird we thought it was a bomb vest yeah we we thought the dog escaped and left a bomb for her like bomb it looked like it it looked like it i thought that was gonna be really good for a minute holy shit the dog should have though i know it would have okay it would have made this movie even better but they did something that was still real good because as she's like leaning over to look in it the dog comes up behind her, like, kicks her into the cage and then starts mauling her. And you kind of see, like, little quick cuts back and forth. The blood splatter everywhere. A shoe goes flying. Yeah, a shoe goes blood. flying, yeah. And then as suddenly it, like, rips her off the cage and dr- drags her away finally in the last spurt of blood kind of thing, the tape goes, goodbye, adios. <laughs> and adios. just like, that was a really good setup. Like, yeah, but- that's a good kill. That is a good kill in the slasher so movie. Good. It's really it, well set up. I liked it. This I feel bad because this is like way too high of a a camera quality and production. So far. What do you mean you feel bad? This looks way feel- better than most movies we watch. Sure, I feel good about that. Better. Oh no. I am pleased to meet you. Mucho gusto in Okay, it's actually kind of a good joke to keep the learning Spanish tape playing. Thank you. Gracias. I can't believe the dog left a dynamite vest. The bomb? Yeah. Por favor. That's gotta be like a tracking vest. Oh my god, I should have fucking killed by. Oh my god. Yeah! Okay. Oh my god. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, was that a shoot? <laughs> yeah! Holy shit. Goodbye. Adios. <laughs> okay. 
That rules. Holy that shit. That was great. I'm a little disappointed that she didn't she didn't repeat it though. She's never gonna learn to <laughs> She just doesn't the oh the dog the dog just Yeah, adios. the dog should have said <laughs> like, 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 like fucking Terminator style. Adios, we need to make our own <laughs> movie. We need to we, we always have better ideas. We always have better ideas. I don't know. This is, this is just... the one movie the dog didn't talk in that I actually would have liked one liners. <laughs> one liners from the dog would have been yeah. it would have made this movie a little extra something. The mail's uh, been delayed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just dumb bullshit. Oh my god, just before he kills the yeah, because he kills yeah, the mailman. He kills but, the mailman, yeah. So at the beginning before that, it's set up that she talks to she phones into a news station and is like, Are you guys coming down here? Like I've I've got it set up so that you can come in here and I'll do the interview. Just make sure that you bring me the money that you promised. So it's set up that like this is an animal testing lab and maybe they're doing some cover-up stuff or whatever and this lady's a whistleblower and wants some money out of it kind of thing and they, they set up this reporter chick as well. Um, yeah. So they kind of do set up that whole thing. The reporter lady comes by the next day and of course this person's fucking dead so yeah. she can't... She's waiting she's for her to come out and phone. let her in. She's, she's not answering rude. the phone. Yeah, like, this is this horrible bitch. Look at her. She won't talk to anyway. <laughs> But... So, doesn't care about her appointments at all. Doesn't even learn Spanish well, but... <laughs> she's kind of the Dennis... She's kind of the Dennis Nedry of this film. Like, from Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, th- th- she's sitting outside waiting to try and get meet her contact on the inside to get her scoop. And it's also set up... Man, this movie... Do you know how I keep on saying set up? This movie had writing. Isn't that weird? Like, how like, did it have like, writing? Char- it has writing and there's characters. Because right away, you can tell, like, oh, this lady is a whistleblower. She kind of has, like, her own little thing. And she's, like, learning Spanish as she goes around. She feels very human, this this uh, lady that's the scientist. And then the reporter lady, they set up right away where she's taking, when she's getting the call from her, they're watching uh, a cut that they're doing of her talking about how polyester is the new thing in fashion so you can tell like she's just this local reporter who's not an she's not a real reporter she's one of the like oh like oh look there's this cat stuck up a tree today what what did you do with your cat mrs baxter and we'll get to that but um (laughs) but uh let's start actually real quick let's talk a little bit about movie making because we sure. don't get to do this much in in the podcast because most of the we don't, watch don't have it. <laughs> They're not made. <laughs> they don't they, have they, movies. They spawned from the aether. Yeah. So so there's a couple things that happen in films that make them more believable. One mm-hmm. is a setup, a, a setup and a payoff. Um, something yes. happens earlier in the film and then it comes up again at a later critical moment. That happens a lot in this movie. Um, the next is characters are people. That is a hard concept for writers to figure out and actors yeah. to do properly. That setup and payoff is the most basic shit, and it, it can be done really poorly too because it can be done in a very stupid and kind of ham-fisted way. Oh, where for sure. It's, it's inserted in there, and you immediately go, "Oh, well, that's going to come up again." Like because you know, like why else would they talk about this kind of thing? And this one is done in a much more sophisticated way, much like you said about um, like making it feel lived in. Right away, you have yes. like her learning Spanish, which makes her a person. Like that's what it's you a do. Quirk. Yeah. yeah, it's a little quirk. It's a little piece of somebody being a human. And they do the same thing in a minute, which you were going to get to. 
um, which yeah, is the lady like waiting outside. The lady waiting outside. There's the uh, security guard that's eating donuts and talking to his coworkers yeah, about donuts and a janitor, walking yeah. around. The janitor. So like the, um, the janitor and security guard come out while yeah. she's waiting, and they just have a regular conversation. And there's no reason for it in like a greater plot of the film kind of thing. Hmm. But then it, they're people. Like they feel like they're not. You're not watching actors. You're watching a security guard and a janitor kind of shooting shit as they, you know, go about their rounds. They, kind of they thing. Makes dump sense. their garbage can of gore. Of gore, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, it does happen to be a dead body, which is a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> but, but like they, they yeah. kind of, yeah, they kind of just talk back and forth to each other, and they're like, oh yeah, you know what's going on, Steve, kind of thing. Like they have like that little conversation of like, oh man, yeah, like Fridays, huh? And it just, it feels real. It's something that makes it believable. Kind of like, if we're we're talking about, like, animation for a second as well, um, something that you can do to make, let's say, a spaceship feel real is you can ground it in reality a bit. The spaceship doesn't just fly off. The characters have to get out and push it to give it a jump start, and then it flies off. So now it's a believable piece of machinery, (laughs) in a way. Like, not like a spaceship, but like a a flying machine. Like a flying machine, like in uh, an anime. Like if you're watching like a Ghibli or something. Sorry. Yeah, it's way... I remember that scene in Star Wars that made it so believable when Wookiee had to get out and fucking push. Okay, okay. What? But if Wookiee got out and pushed it, you would be like, oh yeah, that thing's a piece of shit. He needs to push it and get it off the planet. You you would would do that, though. God damn it. God damn it. You I would though. I can't do this. <laughs> Chewbacca's like, Rrr! and he's like pushing the fucking the Falcon up with goddamn shit. <laughs> but I'm not wrong. It would be more believable. No, no, you're right. Done. I'm gonna go on the record here and say that I don't know. That would make it super believable myself. <laughs> But, the, um, yeah, the Millennium Falcon has a flat yeah. tire and it can't go. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I, need a break. I need a break from the podcast. How dare you? <laughs> what I'm saying is, you need to add a little touch of, of something that the viewer can relate to. Yeah, that's what I'm eventually getting uh-huh. to. Yeah, when, I can when relate like, to my car being a piece of shit start, and the Millennium you Falcon your needing someone to push it. Yes, guys, it. <laughs> just <laughs> like I can relate to these two guys talking about donuts, or or later on, you know, when uh, somebody pisses acid, it makes sense to me. Like as a viewer, Look, I've connected with that. If you've ever had. <laughs> An all night bender <laughs> going from bar to bar. You'll feel like you've pissed acid. True, fair. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And if you've ever had a spaceship, you, you'll use your Wookiee <laughs> to go out and push it. Goddamn. Look, they don't make so, Wookiee push it. They made Leia push it. Come on. I'm, I'm, <laughs> in, in any case, she sneaks in behind them. 
they do another really good job. Like, so she kind of, she <laughs> goes over, she looks in like the, the bin because she sees them like pushing it out to the waist. So I don't know why she kind of just like, she's like, oh God, what? oh, that's why she looks in. You see again, they kind of set it up because why would a character look inside to see that there's the dead body in there? Because they haven't shown a dead body or anything. Like they haven't shown this woman, this woman's mutilated corpse from when the dog ripped her apart kind of thing, right? They haven't shown yeah. that. And so they set up this corporation is probably evil, not very good, all those kinds of things right away without really having to be anything ham-fisted because these people push it out to the curb and it's just normal to them. And she goes over and you'd think, oh, like, why would she open it up? Like, she's trying to get inside to do an interview. It doesn't make sense for her to open a garbage can. But as she walks by, she goes, oh, God, what's that smell? Like, and it's just little things like that. And she kind of goes over and looks at it and she's like, oh, shit, there's body in here. Okay, now we've got to break in. She decides that they're going to break in and do the interview anyways because she's kind of an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, this is a dumb fucking plan. This is stupid. But it fits with her character and stuff. She really wants to be reporter lady and she's not. So she's trying to do this. Breaks in with her friend. Um, and like you said, as they break in too, there's kind of another little shot of them like sneaking in the background. And in the foreground, you're just actually following the janitor and security guard again. He's eating a donut. And he's like, oh, these are real fresh. They're great. And he's kind of yeah. kind of having a chat. Like, it's great. It's little, little bits of humanity inside of the film. And uh, so she breaks in. They walk into this lab that we'd seen before. And she's going around to all different animals and looking at them in cages and they eventually recording everything yeah, yeah. As they're recording everything she eventually gets up to a, a special part of the lab that's like it's got like a cheetah and a tiger and all these kinds of things she's like oh my god is this even legal like look at all these like exotic it's, animals they have it's like very resident evil type yeah of lab Yes. Very yeah, yeah. video gamey. It's weird. Yeah, very but... video gamey. Kind of like, yeah. ju- it's funny, we keep on like, it felt so Jurassic Park in a lot of ways. So much and of we this thought is Jurassic that it Park was, and it isn't. We were like, okay, well, like, this is probably taking a lot from Jurassic Park. Like, I'm sure that it came out just after. It did come out just after. Like, a couple months after. There's no yeah, way it was aping it. It could not have been aping it. It was amazing. So it's kind of neat that like, they come across a lot of the same types of things in some ways. But it, They've got the lab like that, and she's going through, and she, there's a great little moment here, actually, where she's like, all right, oh, man, look, this one's covered. So she's like, inside of this, and she turns the camera, like, all dramatic, yeah. and she goes, we have a rare extinct, which, if you have it, it's not extinct, lady. <laughs> it's like a little bit, rips off the cover, and she's like, dog? And it's yeah, they're, the dog. they're setting it up yeah. like it's a dinosaur. Yes. A hundred percent. And it, it's, exactly. a cute, it's, it's a cute puppo. I, f- feeling like this movie came out after Jurassic Park made so much sense, and it kind of blows my mind that it couldn't have really been influenced by it because they wouldn't have had time to do this movie, uh, like in the and set it up and everything. Like it had to be on the cutting. It was like already four shot, and a half so. months. So, yeah, there's yeah, no way. There's no way. I mean, and this movie is really well polished. Like the effects are actually quite good. The effects are really good for the time. And, oh, like, yeah. the acting's good. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. The editing's good. It doesn't make any sense that it would ever be, like, slapped together in a month to be put out like that. It's not like that. So, after they're shooting the the video of the dog in the cage, she opens up the cage. The dog's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she wants to do an the... interview with the dog. She wants to be like, yeah, oh, is this... To, like, show him off. Yeah, uh, she's, like, holding it. She's like, is this dog a vicious killer that they <laughs> trapped in this cage? And yeah. doing this whole thing, right? Like, that, that whole reporter bit. Yeah. 
Sorry. So so the security guard notices their light from their camera because they're using an old VHS recording camera that's over the shoulder. Because, uh, I mean, that would have been what it was at the time, yeah. And so he, he walks up, uh, scares them. The dog runs out uh, and tries to get away, but then eventually works his way back as the reporter and her camera person are escaping. And mm-hmm. apparently kills the security guard by dropping a bunch of, like, plastic barrels on him that are empty. Yeah! I didn't <laughs> think that stairs. he was dead, but he never shows up again. He was so super he dead. he might be dead. He might be dead. Yeah. I, I don't know. They don't show him dead. But, like, yeah, kind of yeah. knocks and then a him down the stairs these barrels And then a and character stuff. from Jaws shows up. <laughs> and from a, Holy a completely different sci-fi film. And he's like, sit, dog. Now go back to your cage. <laughs> Lance Henriksen, who yeah. is acting ADP at an eleven, fucking... yeah. yeah, alien uh, from the Alien franchise, Bishop, yeah. and like you said, he's a evil scientist villain in AVP and a bunch of different things. Lance Henriksen, just kind of a classic yeah. of a lot of like B movies, especially science fiction and things like he, that. He came with this oh. fucking A game. Oh my god, he's just. He's in a different film in the yeah. first half of this, though, because, like you said, he comes in and he starts talking to this dog, and he's like, "Sit, boy," and he it feels like it feels instantly like the minute that he's well, the minute and the minute that he's on scene, what I felt like every single time that he was on scene is I was in the last ten minutes of a Jaws film or something like it's, yes, it's not even like you're in a Jaws film or like something like that, like a, a, mo- a monster movie. You're in the last minute of it, like it shit's going down. It's about to happen. Like he's always tired and sick of everybody's shit, and oh, no one listens to me. Like he's that guy, but yeah. from the very beginning, it's. It's kind of wild because he has no character arc. He is just no, he doesn't at all. Don't give a shit. We were super confused if he was a good guy or a villain or, and he's just a guy. He's just an asshole. He's just just that guy. Yeah, he's just a prick. He's not good or bad. He's just that guy. (laughs) Well, he's he is making a killer robo cyber dog thing. Like he's morally bad, but his actions in the movie are like questionable. Yeah, questionably bad. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he. You know, anyways, yeah, I mean, he tries to. So, he does try so to save people. Yeah. The dog gets in a getaway vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, the dog decides to break its programming because he like tells it to sit yeah. and go inside, and it like you can. This dog tries to kind of like hims and haws about it, and then runs away. Which, by the way, thinking about that, this dog hims and haws about the decision. This dog yeah. actor rules. Like. They do a really good job of just filming this dog. This dog is really cute and exceptionally well-trained. Like, it's really it's, well-trained dog. It's a very emotive dog, which is yes. kind of weird to say because most of the emotion we see in dog movies is no emotion and mouth moving up and down. So Yeah, yeah, So yeah. It's, it's weird to see, like, something that's that's real, that is actually, you know, yeah. Something that uh, we even had uh, one of our viewers on Twitter talk about this, that they were saying that we're, they're glad that we talk about this a lot, where in these dog movies, we're like, that's not menacing. He's obviously looking for a treat off screen, yeah. right? Like, cause, And they're like, it's so hard to make a dog look menacing because the dogs, these are well-trained dogs and they've got their trainers there. They're getting fed treats and stuff to do these tricks and stuff. It's not, they're not growling and baring their teeth and actually seeming menacing most of the time. Even the well-trained ones, like even really good 
well-trained dogs like a Greta in um play Gre- dead Greta like that. did not remotely look scary she just looked no. very happy to be poisoning people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like all of those dogs like they all yeah. look most of the time they don't look really menacing even if they bare their teeth it's kind of a like oh i have to do this this, this dog off is actually terrifying at times i think like, in I certain would be points scared of this yeah dog. This well, and and other times it's super cute. Like yeah, it, it'll look at the the girl, like the main the main character who uh, he gets in her getaway car because like when they run away, he runs away with them, and he'll like look at her and be like, oh, yeah, and do like the sad puppy dog eyes up at her and have like that little like low moan, mm-hmm. and then later on, um, one of the other characters tries to hurt this dog, uh, her husband. It, honestly, he's valid, but uh, he. And the dog looks down, so he tries to poison. I'm, I'm going to jump ahead just to this scene really quick. This is way kind of further. Highlight this. But yes. Way, way further in. But he tries to poison the dog because he's worried that the dog is trying to kill him. And he doesn't want to, like, break it to his wife or whatever. Justified. And so he chops up a bunch. Yeah, it, totally justified. We'll get to that. But he chops up a <laughs> steak and puts rat poison in it. it. It is justified. He's honestly totally right. But he chops up a, a steak and puts a bunch of rat poison in it and goes and gives it to this dog. And the dog comes over and, like, looks at the plate and stares down at it. And then it kind of like its eyes move up slowly to the guy. And then you like, hear like this. Yo, why you do this to me, you piece of shit? And like you hear this yeah. low growl kind of slowly form. And it's yeah. slowly start to bear like as it's like looking down at like it's perfect. It's really good. I never thought about just how good this dog acts until just like kind of thinking about like the hesitation it shows at this yeah. part making that decision. Anyway, so, so yeah, so after the getaway car, yeah. Jon Snow shows up <laughs> from Game so, of Thrones. God damn it, I forgot. It's and then so Jon Snow, Snow, Jon Snow Holy grabs shit. woman mm-hmm. and he's like, give me your purse. And then starts like feeling her up very creepily, which is awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the dog, yeah, she goes to get Max, groceries for the dog, yeah. Yeah, the dog Max uh, chases after him to pick up the, um, I guess Her the purse. purse and get it back. Yeah. And and then he comes back with no blood on him and the purse. And it's great. And everything's fine. But what really happened is there were 20 other dogs in an alley, <laughs> all with a knife and cloak. <laughs> and they one by one stabbed Jon Snow in the gut saying, for the watch. Yes. And then t- dumped him in a dumpster. And then yeah, dumped obviously him behind this guy's a dumpster. real fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. So Jon Snow kills is it fucking dead. I am sorry about spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers, Jon Snow gets <laughs> torn apart by a dog. But the, 20 of them with ritual knives. The the dog oh. comes back with the purse and she's like, oh wow, look at how well trained this yeah, dog is. Yeah, she's like, oh, we incredible. should keep the dog. I love dogs. Mm-hmm. But how am I going to break this to my husband? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> well, the, the answer is... She does. You don't fuck that asshole. Which yeah. I didn't like this part of her. Like she no. was kind of like the husband at first were kind of like, well, like maybe the guy's is kind of a dick. But it was like, no, no, he's totally right. Like why is she just bringing a dog in without consulting him? Because he even says he's like, hey, maybe we could have one, but like maybe we can find yeah. a dog that we both like. We can talk about it. And she's like, but I want this dog. And he's like. You just came home with it. Like, I don't know this fucking thing. Like, it was kind of... She doesn't tell him anything about taking him from the facility or anything. So it's just like... She's a criminal that, like, just stole this dog from this lab and all this. You know what? She kind of sucks. I'm going to go on record. I don't like her. She really sucks. Yeah, she's kind of... 
she kind of sucks for that, but she takes this yeah. dog home and she's showering. She's got the dog in the room with her while she's showering because like it can get pawed at the door, so she let him in. And then yeah. um, her husband comes home and he's like, "Oh, hey, honey!" and like opens the uh, door to the bathroom. And this dog starts going to fucking rip his head off because it's very protective of her. And she's like, yep. "Oh, no, no, no! Don't do that, Max." The dog's name's Max, and she kind of talks to him. He's like, "What the fuck did you get this dog from?" And, then he kind of has that argument with her and she agrees to leave the dog in the backyard for now and not let it in the house because he's like, well, I, I don't even know this dog. He tried to attack me. Like, this seems fucked right? up. Which, yeah, all real fair, actually. Um, but so she leaves the dog outside kind of thing. And then, nope, sorry, she doesn't actually because she fucking hates her husband, I guess. Uh... The dog starts barking and she immediately lets the dog inside anyways, just for reasons. Which we thought meant that she was—he was just going to kill this husband like right away, and we were just going to off to the races. But the movie's smarter than that. It does a good job of like it doesn't—it doesn't just suddenly kill the husband out of nowhere. It kind of sits downstairs, like he begs to come inside, and she lets him in, kind of sneaks him in, lets him stay inside, and they go on to the next day, kind of thing. So it's just set up that this dog can kind of go inside the house, and he's walking all over this lady. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and then we have a lot of. It feels very tonally like a sitcom. It feels like Beethoven, like we it's talked about. It's just Beethoven. Yeah, for it's just like Beethoven. 20 minutes, it's just Beethoven. I don't... Yeah, it's like, so weird. They start having... Um, oh, like, like, they have sex at one point. Like the, and the, the dog stops them. Wife, and the dog yeah. sees them through the door. And then, like, br- slams into the door and throws it open. The guy's like, holy shit! And the dog's just doing this thing. And they have, like, a, oh, no, whoa! Like, it's kind of like wacky comedy almost. Like, it's done, played up in such a way. And there's lots of little things like that. Uh, They start doing... There's always, like, a dark undertone to it. Like, it's done well because I think that that was the point. Is that it was meant to be almost off-putting as, like, ooh, this could be your dog, right? Like, look, it's a nice, quiet neighborhood. Lovely summer day. Everybody's out having fun. And it's a nice, cute doggy. And it, like... But then it turns real dark out of nowhere. The paper boy comes by, for example, in the next That paper boy is morning. a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. No, it's, absolutely. It's very Beethoven where he, like, yeah, purposefully yeah. throws shit to, like, mess with him. Yeah, like, he throws, he hits yeah. the dog in the head with the paper. Like, that's one of the things that this movie does. Is it follows, uh, It follows all of the tropes of, like, a slasher slash monster movie. In that, essentially, nobody gets hurt that doesn't quote-unquote deserve it, right? Like, they all do something yeah. to provoke the dog. Like, there's not there's not something done where it's like the dog just goes around and murders her neighbor because the neighbor's there. It yeah, does it because there's a whole, like, somebody does something to the dog and then the dog fucking there, retaliates. There's a fairly big body count in this movie, too. Like, yeah. I, yep. I did some math on it, and this dog like 11 mm. or 12 people or or yeah and animals we're gonna get and, to that. and or animals <laughs> okay there's a few things that don't deserve it in this movie mostly the other animals but um, the, so the dog hits a, yeah. the he hits the dog in the head with a paper the dog chases after him and then like shreds his bike but then get called back so it, you know comes back to the house um there's just a bunch of different little scenes like that there's a neighborhood kid that kind of pops into their house for some reason. This part he's wasn't really well explained. There, I guess he's it's kind fine. of a local rascal. He just kind of comes in and out of their house. And they, she likes the woman, the main character, and they kind of chat it up and stuff. At first, I was like, "Is this their kid?" 
uh, I love I this kid, by the way, because he like knocks on their door, opens it, and fucking skates in through their living room. Like he just skates through their house. Yeah. It's rollerblades. She doesn't mind it though. She's actually like she's totally cool. No. She just chats with him and just like having a conversation with this neighborhood kid. It's kind of weird, but it, it I kind of liked it. And so, then, yeah, so they have that whole thing. Th- this is sort of the ramp up to when shit goes down. Yes. There's this long, slow period of the dog being cute yep. and slowly realizing that other people want the attention of women that dog likes. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's slowly destabilizing, like it's doing... Going and it... more and more crazy and more and more vicious. Yeah. So let's talk about the dog a, a little bit more. Yeah. So all we know now is that it's a dog and it was experimented on. Yes. They extrapolate on that. And tell us, not only has it been experimented on, but it is a chimera mm-hmm. of different DNA from different animals that were put into it, including Which a feels snake, so Jurassic Park. a chameleon, yep. uh, uh, a, a cheetah, cheetah. a yep. bear, I guess, was there? And there was and a bear, then, there was a bear in the background, yep, yep. And whatever the fuck has acid piss. <laughs> <laughs> There's a xenomorph. There is a goddamn xenomorph in the background. Which there has to be. Fucking Bishop must have brought it. Holy I don't shit. Know. I actually just realized. I wonder, did they do that specifically because it's Lance Henriksen it and they're just basically making an alien it reference? Has to be. It has they to might, be. It might be that. There's literally a scene where this dog goes to pee on a fire hydrant early on and it like yeah. starts melting the fire hydrant because it yeah. has acid piss. There's it's no so reason good. for it. It's just why there. would it have acid piss? I just, just it's great because so, it's great. Because the reason it's we good. need to explain that is because the next scene with the cat is where they start showing that off, and yes. I did not like this scene. No, like, it's, uh, it's it's well done. Not be enjoyed. Yeah, it's I mean, not it's... enjoyable. No. No, it's meant, and it's meant not to be, like, it's meant to be off-putting and gross, like, yeah. it's meant to kind of start the, it's meant to be, like, kind of the real big kickoff for, oh, this dog is horrible and a this monster. This dog is horrifying. Yeah, because, yeah, like, they actually set it up to beforehand, because, like you said, the scene directly before that is Science Man explaining to the cops, oh, I well, I sliced all these things into this dog, you'll see, because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, really? I mean, that's what he says. Well, why yeah. else? <laughs> but yeah. um, he, and then he goes like, and then he goes, you know, in the right hands, Max could be a great tool, and in the wrong hands, a deadly weapon. And then it, I, you know, I don't goes see how it the... could be a good tool in the right hands at all, actually. No, I, no, I'm no, questioning no, no, no. his logic on that. Well, see, in the right hands, you can j- go out and kill a bunch of. Uh, you can you know, use it to suppress people in other countries yeah, for the American G- oh, third hmm. world people. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, like that. That's their goal. You're that's not wrong. Clear, yeah, that's pretty clearly what this guy is about. This guy is I hate horrible. This guy. Anyways, terrible. let's get to the cat scene. That, yeah, that's, it cuts to the. Cat that scene. is like maybe the part anybody has seen of this film. Yeah, because it's wild. It. It's yeah. so weird. So the, these. The two kids, uh, the neighbor kid and another random neighbor kid, are talking about how that kid's brother farted and it was gross. had a nuclear fart, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> they talk about the nuclear. And, right. And then they're they're walking uh, Max because mm-hmm. neighbor kid helps woman. Yeah, he okay. just wanted to walk the dog. So so uh, they see the cat, which is one of their neighbor's cats, who's a piece of shit cat that always claws them and hates people. Is and what they, say. they, yeah, yeah. they get the idea to be like, oh, we have a dog now. Let's sick our dog on that cat. Yeah, fuck that cat. Yeah. And, like, 
I guess kids were like, sick him, sick him. It's shitty. But uh, so the dog starts running after the cat. The cat runs away, climbs up a tree, is very clearly distressed. uh, And then the dog grows like panther claws and starts climbing the fucking tree after it. Yeah, I think that it's it might be bear claws like it because you mentioned claws? the bear oh it could I think, be bear claws yeah, I bet, yeah, I bet yeah. it was a bear I thought it was panther at the time yeah. I think that I was wrong about that because you mentioned the bear in the back and I'm like yeah. right they did have that so, so, so it's climbing the tree after the cat it gets to the cat you hear like a bunch of weird fucking like ugh, distressed cat noises mm-hmm. and then and then it goes to like a couple quick scenes back and forth which is good because you don't see too much of it if you saw too much of it it would look it'd probably like, look really un- fake unrealistic and shitty but it's just here and there, quick flashes of the cat, like, partway into the dog's mouth, most of the way into the dog's mouth, and then the head going down the throat, just eaten fully whole, like a snake eating a rat. Yes. And it's gross as shit. It's, it's awful. It's like the thing. Like, it's yeah. that kind of level of, like, weird body horror shit. And it's, yeah. it's meant to be, right? Like, it... It sucks to watch in a lot of ways because I really yeah. we like cats, we like animals, but it, it uh, yeah, it's it's really cool effect. Like honestly, yeah. you'd think that when I heard about that scene and I knew that that scene was in this movie, it's one of the reasons why we kind of wanted to watch it because it's like it's so wild to hear about that. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a famous scene from a B movie, and I, I was like, well, I, I'm curious about this. And I expected it to be really cheesy and not well done. And it's like, no, it's like, it's all practical. No. Like there's a couple of rubber puppets, I'm sure, or something like just, and yeah, it's. Oof. That cat was having a like, bad time. I'm not going to lie. The, the <laughs> not have a bad, that, having a not bad have time. Best day. No, it was no. not the best day for the cat. But yeah, no, it was really well done. This looks really good. Um, and then like the kids are like, oh shit, what the fuck you, you sick the dog on it, not me. And they like run home because they yeah. don't want to be anywhere near that, which, yeah, I mean, they're like eight year old kids. Makes sense. They're just little shitheads. Hey, the, age 12, somewhere in there. The one scene I didn't like, which is a setup for the end scene of the film is mm-hmm. the dog forced sex scene. Well, yeah, yeah. And it's gross. Yeah. And yeah, it didn't I've, feel good at all. Warning, to watch. warning on this: there, there yeah. is actually a scene that is, like, uh, as a content warning, that is very yeah. much just a. It's set up as a dog rape scene. Yep, it's. Uh, I, start uh, to finish. I don't really want to discuss that scene, but it's gross. No, basically, just there's the neighbor dog that, yeah. like, the other the boy has. Um, he's got a girl dog, and they set up this whole thing where, yeah, he does a. It's it's, it's like it's if bad. Beethoven two was even more disgusting. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. So it, there's a but anyway, um, and it's very much in the, and like, and it's set up like it's very implied. So it's uh, yeah done that way. So anyways, that happens. Uh, and... Next on the rampage is the mailman, which we talked about. Yes, but they also I do want to have a sit. I want to have a quick thing in there because there is uh, there's some setup in between this stuff that's kind of subtle. It's well done, um, and that is so when the husband first comes home too, he gets out of his car. And he kind of, like, wrinkles his nose. And he goes over to the front of his car, and he's like, oh, damn, it's leaking oil kind of thing. Like, he doesn't say that. He just looks at it and is like, oh, and then goes inside. I think it's actually his brake line, because he got it fixed. It might have been, but it's leaking something. Like, you can tell that it's leaking some kind of fluid, and he's kind of like, oh, shit. So then he goes, and uh, one of the things that happens inside of this whole little, like, happy part of the movie is they've got a guy underneath the car, and he's kind of fixing it. They're talking back and forth, and... The dog comes over and starts bothering them, and he's like, oh, yeah, my wife got this dog, and it's kind of obnoxious and stuff. And they're like, 
well, mister, can we help? Like, maybe the dog can help. And he's like, the dog can't help, not unless it hands me the brake line. And the dog right. is it smart enough that it do- it hands him the brake line. It picks up this brake line and passes it over to the guy. And they're both like, what the fuck? And that set up how smart the dog is, but also set up something that happens very shortly right after the mailman scene. So they fix the guy yeah. break line, this leak or whatever, and fix so, it all up. And so the mailman is delivering the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, stops by their house. Yeah, the Jerry Seinfeld, is... the mailman. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal with murder dogs? <laughs> He's so he looks so much like Seinfeld. It's fucking wild to me. And so so he he sees the dog. The dog starts like growling at him. He's like, oh yeah. fuck no! I've been around the block, buddy. I know how to deal with you fuckers. Fuck dogs. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah, they have this whole thing where he's like, oh, hey, buddy, how you and, doing, and it's like, boy? It's like and then he, like, slowly western. unzips his jacket. Like, it's totally set up as a western. Like, it's a quick draw thing. He slowly unzips his jacket and, like, yeah. his fingers hover near his mace can that he's got. Yeah, he, like, like quick draws some mace and shoots the dog in the face with it for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, what would Which dick. is way excessive. Well, and then the he's dog like, wasn't oh, even growling yeah. at him where they Got him this time. And then, oh no, you fool. This dog has resistance to mace spray because of X animal. Yeah, it just shakes it off, essentially. Like, I don't whatever. know why. Yeah. Whatever. So so he goes chasing after the mailman, uh, grabs his leg as he jumps over a fence, uh, downing him, and then jumps over the fence and grabs his fucking neck and rips it apart, and then starts burying him underneath the house. Yeah, well, they show that. They, yeah, they show that a little yeah. while later, where they show like the yeah. dog um, go, going ahead and burying the mailman. Oh, this is actually the brake line happened before that because I'm pretty uh, sure there was a brake line scene. Yeah, it did. Well, no, he because uh, he the tried to kill the guy the with the brake line, line, right? Yeah, yeah the dog. Yeah, yeah. The dog. Uh, so the dog later on sees. Anyway, so the mailman thing happens, and it was funny because I even said to you at the time, like, it's weird tonally in a way, but it, it, again, I think it's on purpose, and I think it's effective, and that it's meant to be that this could be your neighborhood kind of feeling. Oh, it yeah. feels so much like a Beethoven or family sitcom that when, like, the guy, the mailman, jumps over the fence to get away from the dog, I expected there to be, like, a oh, funny scene of the dog, like, biting him on the balls and then being like, oh! Yeah. And do, like, that kind of a thing, and instead it's like, oh, he bites his leg and there's blood everywhere, oh, Jesus, he's ripping his throat out, and you're like, oh, right, yeah, huh, horror movie. Like, it just, like, just hits re- real hard out of nowhere because of that. It's amazing how it just rips you in like that. Um, and, yeah, so he's burying the mailman under the house like i know they have yeah. like that trellis around the house that you know that you have on some of the older houses where they kind of got like the the crawl space underneath them and it's mm-hmm. broken and they've got like a couple of pieces of mail around it and some blood like a little setup and then you hear like digging noises and the guy comes home after being almost murdered yes he also that was when he had his break line cut. Yeah. yes so he comes home he's like oh fuck this dog is gonna murder me i should take it out this yeah, because he act, yeah he went to a mechanic afterwards and he's like, why wasn't my brake line working? I just had it replaced. And he's like, it's gnawed through. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, look. He's like, what do you think? Like, look. And he looked at it and he's like, shit. Like, is this dog killing me? It knew what a brake line was. Like, it yeah. knew earlier. So it's kind of all set up and uh, everything. And then he goes back to the house. And this is where he takes out the steak and everything that we talked about before. Yep. Where he gets the steak, chops it up, puts in some rat poison. We, All that kind of thing. We actually weren't sure if he was going to die at this point because he's escaped no. the dog twice now at the end of the scene because he does run away. The dog doesn't get him after the poison scene. 
Yeah, he he managed so to like, like kind of run through the weird. house and then jump in his car and floor it away, which I love because like one of the next scenes is his wife coming home. Yeah. And it's like, did he not think that he might want <gasps> to tell her about this? Is the also when we see, just this is also when we see dog puppet, dog puppet paw. This puppet is paw, dog puppet paw, paw dog paw. Yeah, because the yeah. dog takes the picks up the steak because it, it yeah. had smelled that it was poisoned or whatever, takes it dumps it into the toilet like and then flushes it with fake yeah. dog paw. Yeah. Oh, so I good. Love it. And during all of this, by the way, there's two cops that are kind of following the case and they keep on interviewing. They always intersplice these scenes with stuff that's not super relevant but just kind of adds a little bit of like tension and tells you kind of what's going on on the other side where they're looking for the dog and science man. And science man is always just like He's always sick of this shit. He's super disheveled all the time. He's always dirty and disheveled and smoking a cigarette. And he's like, you cops don't do shit. Like, he's that guy all the time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's just kind of always interspersed with that. So this whole time that you have the Beethoven movie going on, you have him in the last five minutes of a Jaws movie being like, nobody believes me in this goddamn town. This dog's going to murder everybody. Like he's always, always doing that uh, in between these scenes. Just, oh yeah. Cause he's just chewing scenes the whole time. At this point, he's broken into the TV studio, right? This is when he like, this is around. He, yeah. It's happening simultaneously. He, he shoots a uh, yeah. trank dart in the fucking chest of the security guard. Right into the heart of a security guard. Yeah. Killing him instantly. killing him. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's what would happen. Uh, <laughs> Kills him instantly. Sneaks in, finds out that the reporter has video footage, yada yada, um, yeah. and that she does have the dog, and yes. he's trying to find her. Yeah, so he goes down so, to her house to find her, and she gets a call. Yeah. One of the reasons why she's going went home is like, um, or when she's home, she gets a call. She wants from to go the, hide the dog. Yeah, well, she right? gets a call from the yeah, yeah, basically because he broke in and he found the person that was videotaping the camera yeah. woman. Um, he, she calls uh, the woman at the house and she goes, "You need to get rid of this dog. He knows that you're there. Like he knows that you have the dog. So if you want to keep the dog out of the hands of these horrible scientists." You're going to have to hide the dog. She's like, oh, I'll put him in a kennel. She's like, no, like you need to find, give him away somewhere. Like he'll look for a kennel. Go find someone in, on 1993's version of Kijiji, right? right? I don't know. They, they look it up and they want to get this dog away. So she goes home to take the dog away and he shows up. Um, or no, that's later when. No, it's it, a when, little when bit when later. The dog yeah, it's, yeah, so, yeah, it's later. No, what happens yeah, now. So she managed to get the dog, yeah. What happens now is that she takes the dog to mm -hmm. a junkyard, which yes. was looking for a guard dog. Yep. And she meets with. I'm trying to figure out how to describe this guy. Maybe you can help. Um, uh, he's like. Southern man, yeah, he's he's southern cowboy gentleman, uh, junkyard owner, who immediately turns out to not be that. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's very, yeah, he's very gentlemanly and like, oh, lady, yeah, I'll take your nice dog off. You look, I'll like take him to the ranch up, you know, north. Yeah, and he'll I, be so nice and pleasant, and he'll love it. I got a nice piece of rawhide here for him. Like he pulls and, out, and every time he's stuff. looking at her, it's like super friendly and smiling. And then you get this weird feeling whenever he looks at the dog. Like, mm -hmm. is, is he is he talking out of his ass? What's he doing? Yeah, the the actor here does a great job. Like we talked about it a few times. There's a lot yeah. of really good acting in this. This is William Sanderson, I believe is his name. He's a like 
there's a lot of cast here that's actually very good that's been in a lot of other movies like you were saying um yeah. one of the cops also happens to be in um Oh, the total recall, total recall. Well, yeah. in total recall, uh, this particular, like, you shouldn't go to Moss. Yes. Told you not to go yeah. to Moss. Yeah. William Sanderson is in like Blade Runner and Newhart, Deadwood, True Blood. Like he's just in a lot of like TV and film. Like you'd see in a ton of things. He's been in Babylon five. He's been in just kind of everything. He's one of those people that's just, you'll always see him in the background of stuff doing really good work. And he does great work here. As his the, job the in this owner. movie is to mutilate the dog to make it look less friendly. Yep, that, that <laughs> yeah, is his true. job in this film. That is and that's the he reason just why we have it. Bashes the dog over the head with a fucking shovel. The minute he, that she's gone, yeah, he burns its face with a blowtorch, and then yeah. he gets his junk ripped off and fucking dies. I mean, you don't see him die. You probably I, does. I would assume <laughs> I mean, more than just that implied. happens to him, to be honest. Yeah, I would assume. But yeah, so he ties yeah. up the dog and he's like, oh, I'm going to, now that I've abused you, I'm going to make you the meanest junkyard dog ever kind of thing. So it's like, oh, yeah. okay, that's why he's doing this. And then he tries to kind of fight the dogs. The dog's like pulling at the end of the chain. He's like, come on, doggy, what you can do? And he's got like a welding He's like torch. taunting him and shit. Yeah, yeah, and then when the dog does break free, because dog's super dog, he burns it in the face, and now it's got like this weird glass eye thing, and all this blood over its face, blood, yeah. horrible scar. So now it looks, now it's all cujoed up, right? Like now it yep. looks like zombie dog. So you've got the full effect of what they wanted to go for from the beginning. And yeah, the dog wants to go back to the house because it wants it likes this lady, so it still wants to go back home. They make it back to the house. The dog's a piece of shit, but. The husband, who has been rightfully creeped out by this fucking dog trying to murder him, uh, found out that she gave the dog away, and he wants to make things right, because he's been giving her a real hard time about this dog, who's kind of a monster in reality. Not <laughs> kind so, of. Yeah, so he brings he brings home an adorable little puppy um, to make amends and get her a dog, that one that he will be able to deal with, and two, that isn't trying to fucking murder everything. Yes. Totally and fair. During this, and he says, like, see, look, this is a nice puppy. We can raise it into a dog that we both like. Hopefully you enjoy that. Is this a dog that you like? She goes, yeah, I love it. And then he goes, oh, look, yeah, I'm calling him Spike. See, look at what he does. And he, like, grabs a plug. And he's like, oh, look. And he's, like, making the, and the dog's, like, kind of batting at this, like, electric plug. And yeah. playing with it. And she's like, don't do that. Don't teach him that. That's awful. And he's like, okay, fine. Because, I mean, that, that is a stupid thing to teach a dog. And it, uh, they have the neighborhood kid come over, and he starts making a milkshake with them. And he, the little dog unplugs the cord, and they're like, oh, god damn it. They taught the dog already. Yeah, this dog is already fucking fucked around up. with all these That wires. dog's going to do that the rest of its life. Yeah, and so he goes upstairs, and he's kind of laughing. He's go like getting ready for work or whatever. He's getting dressed somehow. Like he's putting on like a blazer or whatever. Yeah. And this is when Max comes home, and Max like hears him upstairs and he climbs in the window. Climbs in the window. Yeah, the he does like story, his bear claw thing. <laughs> yeah, he does does the bear claw thing. He does like the whole like he can just climb and. Yeah, they he waits until the blender is going and then pops out from behind a door so that the guy can't like the people downstairs don't hear, can't hear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like he goes after this guy and this guy, we thought for sure. I was like, 
I'm like, oh, you know, I still don't know if he's going to die. And then as I said that, he popped out from behind the door and shoved him through like a mirror. Well, he didn't go behind the door. He went through the door yeah, he and went the mirror. Yeah, the door and the mirror. Knocked like, him in ripped, through yeah. the wall and ripped out the drywall behind him. He fucking yeah. hit him like a car. And even then, he's not he's dead. He's not dead. No. no, he's not dead. He's kind of moaning on the ground. And we bring back... Acid piss. Acid piss. Acid piss. Right on his face. He does the Eating fly away thing. His skin yep. and shit. It's gross as hell. Yeah, it's they don't gross. show it. He's all over his face. They, they don't show his face like dissolving. They could have a little bit. They kind of show it. They smoke over it a bit. Like it's, yeah. but it's not like it's not super. Um, it's not really yeah. detailed. You you see very very vague hints of like weird flesh things and you just see like yeah. a lot of smoke but like it's not really clear at all it's not done um where it's <laughs> very super good gore kind of thing like not really gory there uh, which the, i was kind of glad for yeah, honestly I don't, I don't need they, it necessarily the cops yeah. are finally done with this bullshit because they found john snow behind the yeah. dumpster and they're like all right we need to kill this fucking dog this is ridiculous. yeah and they, they figured that the girl that was missing at the um lab was also killed was also by this killed. dog and all these yeah. kind of things. They show up in force at the house. As the guy had pulled up, the science man showed up also um, to go and get the dog. Yeah. And he's like, ah, shit, and peels out just as they pull up. And they come up with sirens blaring. Dog and the dog makes way. a run for it, right? And right? The, Yeah, and the cops do exactly what all cops do, which is just start unloading in this civilian neighborhood every which yeah. direction. But let's have this every massive house. firefight. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, holy shit, there's like children playing on lawns, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> so, it's crazy. So they, they start chasing after him, but the dog can run as fast as a cheetah, so they're not catching up very quickly. Yeah, they show like and, 65 miles an hour kind of thing, and the dog's still yeah, ahead of them. And, yeah. and on the police radio, it's going, we're chasing after this dog, it's killed people. And, oh, and right. fucking Bill and Ted show up at their and fucking dog excellent catchers. telephone, oh. and, and they're dog catchers this time. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, totally brodacious, dude, we gotta go get that guy, we gotta go get that dog and show him how it's done. You might think that we're joking Be about this, but they absolutely other, do that. They're like, yo, dude, bro, let's go get this dog. Yeah. This will be totally And then, and then they do like the wild stallions. And then they get into the dog catcher car. <laughs> like, holy shit. It's so good. They had them earlier for a moment. And again, setting up uh, yeah. everybody gets what they deserve in a way. They had these guys like pulling in this little poodle oh, or something, like a, this, this little, tiny like, little dog, and they're being something. really mean to this Yorkie. Yeah, it's a Yorkie, and they're like, uh, "Like maybe we should shock it, Ted." Uh, like they're uh, kind of doing that. Yeah, like, yeah. So be excellent to each other, but not to dogs. So, Whoa, yeah, Iron kind of Maiden, excellent. They're <laughs> <laughs> just doing shit like that constantly. It's yeah, great. Um, but yeah. So so they start chasing after the dog that is being chased by the cops. The cops. Joe, uh, they like corner the dog. They're like, just fucking ram it, and the dog like jumps over their car, and then causes a four pile or four pile car pile up of cops. Nailed it. Got there. Um, we yeah, so they got cut, there. and these guys are like, now it's our turn. We got this, bro. Well, bro, <laughs> speed in from behind the car. The dog runs into this garage, and they jump out and run into the garage after it, and then the yeah. do- garage door slow. Slowly um, closes, and the great. dog is also chameleon invisible. 
Yeah, they talked about it having chameleon DNA, and they bring it back. They yeah. like lean in real close, and they're like, "Where's the dog? I don't see it." And then suddenly, the dog reappears in front of them in this weird, <laughs> like, kind of fade in phase thing. Uh, Movie. He's ours now. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Yo, dog! Let's go get that dog, bro! <laughs> yeah, man! Oh, it's, so, it's so good! They're so dead. Oh, yeah. I can't believe this movie's gonna kill Dylan's head, shit. Yeah, it is! This is so good. This movie's ridiculous. But, like, it sets up these guys as being mean to dogs, too, right? Oh, it does, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm gonna totally, like, give it that electric shock. <gasps> Chameleon! Come on, man. It's happening! Yeah, puppy. This is good so good. We're using. <laughs> yeah, puppy. Yo, Ted, where's the dog, man? Yeah, bro. He's gonna fight their face. <laughs> I didn't kill them. Okay, that's almost, that's actually. <laughs> that was so good. Yes, I'm clapping. I love that. And it's surprisingly, they, they don't die. Hurt. No, you know, I they thought don't die. I was sure they were. They were setting up for a sequel so that it yes. could bring back the Bill and Ted fucking Bill and Ted's excellent adventure too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they were doing God. it 100%. But they run screaming out of the garage and jump back into their van, run off, and the dog kind of saunters back out. Uh, something that I wanted to mention, just because we yeah. talked about the cops, I want to go back to an early scene that I I'd wrote written a note about, and I'd kind of forgotten to mention it. We were saying how Lance Henriksen, science man, is yeah. always at 11. He's always in the final five minutes. In the first, like, ten minutes or so of this movie, he's in the cop station, and they're like, oh, like, maybe one of these animal rights activists broke in. Like, maybe you can look at these pictures. And he's looking through, and he's like... No, none of these are the right one. Don't you get it? And, like, flips the table <laughs> on them in, like, yeah. 30 seconds. Like, he throws all their stuff off the table. And the reason why I especially loved it is that in the background, one of the cops sees this, him throwing some stuff off of a table, and immediately draws his gun and points it at the back of his head. And it's like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, you're fucking killing in the middle of this police station. It's so good. It's just so Classic over cops. the top and well Classic done. Cops. Yeah. Just total cops. It's cops, man. So the dog oh. gets away. They can't find him. Um, they set up a like a sting operation at the house, assuming the dog will come back. Yeah, and, and at this point, yeah. uh, both of the cops that we know die in the little yes. stakeout. And because and the, the one goes looking underneath and yeah. finds the mailman, and as he finds pulls away like the dirt and sees the bodies there, you hear that, and then ah, and he dies. And, yeah. yeah. So at this point, we need to get away from the house. Yes. Uh, so our main character runs into Science Man in his car, mm -hmm. and he like yep. forces her into the vehicle, and then they start driving back to the lab. Uh, kind, but, and kind of forces her. She kind of goes in too because it's a yeah. little bit of like, come with me if you want to live. And now we're in like a Sarah Connor situation. It's fucking ridiculous. She runs out of the house to get into uh, the cop car 
and she when she opens the door the second cop falls out dead with his yeah. throat ripped out and so then she's looking around and the science man pulls up and he's like you know hurry up let's get in there and just fly off dogs chasing after them as they get back to the lab yeah yes and um, the dog so, chases so them down as the dog is chasing he he catches up to the car very you know t1000 fucking ridiculousness yeah, and, it feels and so terminated here. Climbs over the top and then breaks through the front of the windshield, biting at them. And yeah, trying to get the gun away so from the guy. So Terminator. It's so Terminator. Yeah, it's very uh, it feels very much yeah. like that kind of an action scene. It this movie doesn't do a lot that's super original, no. but it just does a it's lot cool. of things really well. Right? Like it's it's things that you've seen in other movies in a way. It's not like direct ripoffs, but it just has that same feel, and it's just really well done that way. Like it has a little little bits of that. So yeah, it's trying to get the gun out of the guy's hand, and because of that, oh, and very importantly, towards... very importantly, real quick, yeah. she still has the puppy with her. Yeah, she takes she's the puppy it with her, her arms like, she's like a scared. babe. Yeah, because she's been afraid of the dog, and so she picked up the puppy and like runs out with it. And they hit the barrier of the lab, like the, they've yeah. got like a gate. And it was I a really thought, cool stunt here. Well, yeah, I thought, I'm like, oh, yeah. they're going to hit it and it's just going to like stop the car. Holy shit, does it stop the car? This car launches 20 feet in the air and like flips over, goes through the whole front of the lab, like, and just causes this massive destruction. And I was like, oh shit, okay. I like, I expected it to kind of hit and just yeah. be like a... You know, like hitting a lamppost kind of thing, but no, like this thing launches. They do a whole, a whole big stunt, and she crawls out of the wreckage of the car, and he's going like, "No, don't, don't leave. He'll, he'll kill you if you leave." Kind of thing. And <laughs> as she crawls away, you see from the rubble, you hear this, and then this dog paw, a fake dog paw pops out. Fake yeah. dog paw. Fake it dog always dog. makes Fake dog scenes dog. good. It always makes scenes good, no uh, matter so, the movie. So she's it's very the like yeah. zombie oh. pulling it like hand out of the grave thing. Oh, it's so good! It's so good, and it just pu- pulls itself out. And I'm not dead yet, puppy. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She grabs the puppy, runs away. Uh, dogs chasing after her. Uh, she eventually she like drops the puppy and like tries and hides it, and then keeps running away herself. Um, and yeah. then she gets into a lab at like kind of the, one of the labs at the beginning, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the same lab at the beginning. This scene though, feels so much like the kitchen scene in Jurassic Park with the Raptors that yep. it's so weird that it did not rip it off. Yeah. It's, it, it, it it's certainly like running didn't. in a circle around what is essentially a metal table or yeah. metal drawers and the dog is just stalking her. More than anything, it feels like that, I think, because of the lighting, as you mentioned. Yeah. Like, it, it, it feels, it's kind of lit in a like similar metal. way and shot in a similar way. A lot of metal yeah. stuff, a lot of, like, really kind of cool blue lighting, like a little, like, not like the lighting is actually blue, but, like, it's on the colder colors uh, spectrum, right? Like, it's just a little yeah. bit cold and dark kind of a feel very metallic feel to everything this is a neat little scene so she's kind of running around it with it she picks up this scalpel that mm. but it's like a scalpel that was massively like, is weirdly sized it was it's like huge knife it's like she had baby hands and was holding a normal size scalpel <laughs> yeah it's weird like the scalpel was massive like it's yeah. it was big it was as big as a bowie knife but a scalpel you call um, that so a knife? Like, like, yeah, 
Yeah, wait yeah, a second. So, like, the large. surgeon comes out. He's like, oh, you call that a knife? Now that's a knife. And he starts digging <laughs> in. Like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> I feel like it might be because, like, they had lions and stuff in there. It's so it maybe makes sense animals. if it's, like, meant for yeah. larger animals yeah. or, like, things like that. So, I don't know. It's weird. But she picks up this big... It, it, it's not quite a scalpel either, but it, it's kind of like that. Some kind of surgical tool anyways. <laughs> she's holding this thing and she's like, the, the dog sees her and they kind of circle each other. And then she slowly realizes like, well, maybe I just, the dog still likes me and I, it, I just need to show it a little bit of love again. So she kind of slowly puts the knife down and then she like reaches out her hand she's like listen max and you hear like oh yeah there's this really cute scene it's like a little cute little scene and she like rubs its head and he kind of licks her paw his her paw her hand and they kind of cuddle each other and then boom shotgun blast to the fucking lab door is is done with their shit he's done with his fucking shit and he is coming for blood oh my god (laughs) yeah so he ruins this whole moment listen me moment where she might have like redeemed max or whatever blows a fucking hole through the door and kicks it open and like holy shit bishop calm down yeah he starts running towards the dog dog starts running towards him he fires off the shotgun but like the dog kind of gets him at the same time and and hits him they go opposite directions because the, yes. the shotgun blast not only knocks him backward, but also the dog jumping on him. He flies yes. out the window outside. The dog flies the other direction. and Window um, into, Bishop, like, the warehouse side of the yeah, lab. He, like, he's he not outside of the some, thing. like, generator or something? Uh, no, 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 no. He lands on uh, he lands on a metallic cage, but there happens to be... Oh, it, a cage. It's one of the, yeah, he lands okay. on a cage, and there happens to be, like, broken machinery beside it kind of thing. Yeah, like there, there's something and, beside. And now yeah. the true hero of the film, the adorable little puppy, starts fucking Set with up the and wires. Pay off, motherfuckers. Starts fucking with the wires again, breaks it, causes a power surge, which then electrocutes and fucking kills Bishop sitting on top of this cage. <laughs> fucking kills Science Man. The puppy, the puppy is also a murderer. This woman yeah. can't have a dog that doesn't murder people, dude. I, I don't think this woman should have a, a pet. She should not have a dog. She, Her she husband was not so right this whole fucking film this whole film the husband was entirely right don't get a dog that's all that's the lesson don't get a dog lady so electrocutes lance henriksen max is shot in the chest uh with the shotgun so he's laying down and she kind of cuddles max as he dies and yeah and then we cut back to the beethoven movie we were watching (laughs) yeah it's we're back in very nice suburbia four months later and for uh, Beethoven second, Beethoven second, and now puppies. there's puppies and they're adorable, but one of them looks like the other dog. And at the end, he kind of does a oh. puppy growl, and oh. we know that don 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 Max, you know, two point has been born. I'm kind of mad that there wasn't a second one because I wanted Bill. I would to show back I up. Really want to see honest. a second one of this movie. I want to see this movie get schlockier. If if you I'm going to describe this movie in a list of other movies. So this is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Terminator 2, Jaws, Jurassic Park, a little bit of Nightmare on Elm Street, or uh, Friday the 13th, a little bit. Yeah, like just slasher. Um, Beethoven. And, and, this is extremely important, Paperboy for the NES. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not wrong. (laughs) You're you're not wrong. This movie... (laughs) 
This movie's kind of, I mean, like, okay, it's obviously not a cinematic masterpiece. No, but I, but I enjoyed it. it. I yeah. had fun with it. It was, it was surprisingly polished. There wasn't anything really out of place at all. Like, S- it just some, felt yeah. real good start there to was finish as far as what they were going for. They got exactly what they were trying for. I could see you not liking this movie yeah. based on, like, oh, you just don't like monster slasher films, or it's kind of derivative. Like, the plot's pretty basic. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of something that you've seen before. So, like, I, I could see not liking it for that. But, like, special effects, acting, just, like, the editing that's done on it, the way it's shot. Like, all that stuff is pretty much impeccable. Like, it's really well done that way. There's nothing really to criticize there. It's hard yeah. to nitpick anything on that. I, I looks watch, really good as a I would film. Watch this cin- again, to be honest. Yeah, as a uh, film, like uh, cinematography wise and like special effects wise, and uh, just like the stunts they have for the dog and the tricks it does and how cute it is and the way they shoot it is all really well done. Everybody acts really well. Like this movie uh, has a really terrible rating, uh, which is why we watched it. <laughs> but despite that the lead actress actually got nominated for a saturn award for best actress and i think she deserved that she, she did really a good job good. yeah yeah there was a lot of people that were really good in this movie as actors it was surprisingly well acted this movie feels like an 80s slasher film shot yep. in a 90s way yeah which yeah. is interesting because it's an early 90s movie so it fits directly into that period of what it's it also should. interesting because the slasher is a dog <laughs> i mean i guess <laughs> that might that, also be a point yeah it worked for leprechaun except so how leprechaun. cute is this dog we need to rate the dog because this dog oh did it i would we... i would rate this dog a six six seven out of ten yeah i was gonna say on a greta scale i feel like it's yeah. like a, a it's like at a point nine five gretas like it it's so close to being a Greta. It's like almost it's more, 666, but... Almost. It's more menacing than Greta. It does yes. a, This dog is a better actor than Greta. But it don't do... And it cuts brake lines, but it cuts brake lines with its mouth. The yeah. other dog, I'm pretty sure, would have used scissors. It doesn't do human scissors. shit. Like, it I'm doesn't pretty do human sure, shit. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that Greta used, like, her dog paws to get scissors and, like, cut them and things like that. Like, I mean, it, Greta didn't cut a brake line. Greta removed a yeah. car battery. <laughs> like, she like, removed a battery. She like undid the bolts, removed like, the thing, pulled out yes. the battery. Like yes, <laughs> yes. That's oh why Greta's the best. So at like nine five Greta, it's real close on the Greta scale. We almost had an upset what, here, but I think about, that Greta still wins a little bit. What about Spike, the puppy? Oh my god! Okay, that puppy mm. is a completely different beast. Well, is it? It murders Lance Henriksen. It does murder him. It fucking electrocutes that dude real good, man. But it did it in a really cute way. It it overloads all of his circuitry and Bishop never gets back up again. Yeah, thankfully we won't have to watch any fucking alien sequels anymore. Jesus. (laughs) Or prequels. (laughs) So, uh... Uh, I would rate the puppy a murderous tendency out of 10 would you like to rate the film see i have a problem with that because i feel like our viewers are going to be very upset that we watched a good movie oh. um, and I'm, I'm starting to get a little anxious that they're oh no 
Oh no, we've broken the code, Cam. We broke the code. <laughs> there's only the code one of way. Conduct. Okay, oh. there's only Boyks. I know of only one way to fix this. I know of only one way. So no, during <laughs> during 1993, there is another movie that came out at the same time that was fighting for theater space for it, and I think that we can watch uh, that and probably make up for it. Uh, no. But Boyks, it has a stellar cast. It has John Travolta, Christy Alley, Danny DeVito. It has all the actors that you want. It, Diane Keaton, I think, is in it, right? Like, it's just chock full of all-star talent. All right, Bruce I'm Willis. Leaving. I'm going. I'm leaving. That's right, baby. It's Look Who's Talking Now. Zero <laughs> percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You. You can't make me. <laughs> uh, anyway. Thanks for watching, everybody. This is Rough Cuts. I can't we'll guarantee be, that we're going to we'll watch that movie next because I think that we're watching Sonic the Hedgehog. I um, talked you into watching I'm, Sonic the Eat a Corn Dog slash Chili Dog slash other yeah, foods that. Yeah, he, he likes corn dogs and chili dogs, so there's lots of dogs. He's a hedge dog. I'm pretty sure I have that right in my notes. Um, so yeah, we're going to be watching that right. probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you sent it to me, I, I saw Sonic the, he Sonic the Hedgehog, and I, I thought we'd watch that. Sounded like it would Sounds be an good. interesting bad movie. Yeah. We don't normally get to see a lot of movies that are coming out about dogs, so I'll be interested to see uh, this. Sonic dog. I've never thing? heard of it before. Um, yeah, weird blue dog. I don't know. I think it's based um, on a, a video game. No, it, it no, be, no, 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 no. It's a comic. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure it's a manga. It, it was a manga. Manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that it's. I think that it's like kind of Ghost in the Shell. Like maybe I, I a little like bit the paper strip but... better than the manga. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> mm, fair. Okay. In yeah. any case, thanks everybody for watching Rough Cuts. We do really appreciate everybody who uh, messages us and talks back to us on like Twitter. Maybe not talks back to us. Talks about us on Twitter. Spreads out oh, the word of it. Oh, hell no. You ain't talking back to Rough Cuts. Mm -mm, you fucked Sleep up. Boys. No, 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 no. <laughs> so down, we've, down. we've now gotten down, sit, stay, stay, <laughs> hold. Max, hold. So, God, that, we're approaching 1,500 downloads, which is really fantastic. We appreciate it a lot. If you share this out, we would really appreciate that. I mean, all we have is word of mouth to kind of share this out. We did start our Patreon recently to offset some of the costs of hosting the podcast site and uh, all of the movies that we watch and things like that. So, if you want to help us with a couple bucks, that's also super appreciated. You can find that all out on our Twitter. It's at RoughCutsCast, or you can... Email, email us if you want, uh, if you have movie suggestions or anything like that. Uh, we're roughcuts at gmail.com. Uh, roughcutscast at gmail.com again. Sorry. Mm. And yeah, uh, thank you all for watching. It was a blast to do this one. We've had two really yeah. good ones in the last three. We had to make you know up what? for Super Buddies. You know what? <laughs> I think that we averaged I, uh, out uh, even. I enjoyed myself, and I could not be more disappointed in this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>